Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Honey, I Covered the Spread. We found a name. It is spectacular, we hope. Um, So look for us on Spotify and Apple. We are on both of them. Uh, On the other side of the glass, I have my co-host, Brian Foley. Brian, how are we doing? Licking the wounds. Licking the wounds from last week. Um, It was not good for me. Uh, it was good for you though. So as long as one of us does good, I think, um, that's, a, that's a win for us. It was a great week for me. Uh, we'll hop right into that because I'm very excited. Uh, we'll go over our picks from last week, which we put on our Twitter account, which we have seven followers. So <laughs> and I think three of them are me and my burner accounts. I think you have a burner account on there. So we yeah, are yeah. struggling for one like one bot keeps sliding into the DMs asking if we want picks. So I don't know if, if she's listening, but I hope she's listening. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. Well, you do after that atrocious <laughs> week one. All right, let's run down it. So I went seven and two. I know, I know it was good. Blind squirrel <laughs> finds a nut. Um, let's start off, you know, let's start off with, and you went, sorry, you went five and seven, five and eight, five and eight. I tried to get Not you on so back good. there. No, no, Let's no. start with uh, – so Thursday we were on opposite ends, um, mm-hmm. Cincy and Cleveland. I pretty much predicted what was going to happen, so good for me. Uh, I said Cincy was not going to win, but they were going to cover the spread, and Joey Burrow did just that at the end. Yeah, that, 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 one, that one was tough. Uh, I mean, Cleveland dominated. It's just that – defense in the final drive i think burrow went five for five on fourth down um yes. to slide in that back door which just you know I, I i think i don't it wasn't a bad beat by any means but i think um if i had to go back i don't know if i would have changed anything there i think but when you lay six points that's what you're susceptible to and i think uh, that happened to me about three or four times this week so i don't know i don't know if it's you know what i mean you gotta hopefully it evens out but uh yeah, I mean, Bengals were definitely the call there. The the Browns defense, I you're getting a lot of players back this week, but man, oh man, they they couldn't stop anything. Yeah, they couldn't. On the flip side, the offense looked good. So for the most yeah, part, they, just they, run the ball, right? The Bengals defensive line might be the worst defensive line in the league. Um, I don't know how much you watched of it, but I mean, it was they they were guys diving all over the place. Uh, it was insane. I, don't, I know they're missing uh, the two D tackles, which is obviously huge, but man, oh man, it was uh, it was ugly for them on defense. But Burrow looked good, so we'll see moving forward here. Yeah, it was a, it was a good game for his uh, pass yards future as well. Mm-hmm. I think he had mm-hmm. over three hundred. I, I don't think we've spoken about. Uh, we took over pass yards, uh, which we can touch on those as we go through it. But we took over Burrow pass yards. What number did we get for that? It was like thirty nine hundred or something. 
3,900. Yeah, so that definitely a good start for that. It, you would think that the Bengals will be losing a lot this year. And, you know, 3,900 divided by 16, that's about 240 passing yards a game on average. And what do you throw for? Uh, it's like 312, yeah, around there. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a good start. Um, hopefully that defense continues to suck and he uh, whips it around a little bit. So on to – yeah, so that was the Thursday night game. So on to a Sunday – it was a lot of scoring, not a good time for the unders. Uh, let's start off with let's start with Jacksonville because I had a plus eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played Tennessee. They lost by three. Uh, Minshew threw a pick at the end of the game there. They look pretty damn good offensively, yeah. at least. The offense. The offense, um, nobody was expecting it. The, uh, the running back, Robinson, looks like he's legit. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't even tell you where he, he – where he came from. I honestly don't even know. And I, I watched college, so I, I think he's a rookie, right? Yes, he's a rookie. Do you know where he came from? Dude, that's your forte, dude. <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea. Um, came from Bam. No, hold on, this, is, this is the wrong Robinson. Looking at Derek <laughs> Robinson. I was, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure he didn't go to Bama. <laughs> uh, what's his first name? James. Jimmy. It's a terrible name. Jimmy Robinson. Yeah, it's. I think it was 16 rushes. He's undrafted. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I was like, I have I, not a clue. But I, when you watch him, he went to Illinois State. Um, watch him, though. I mean, he is quick. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, him and Minshew, the Jaguars were supposed to tank. So, after seeing two games now, how much would you bump up the Jags compared to your preseason expectations they were win total of four and a half coming into the year do you bump them up big time because of the two games or it's still not enough uh, sample size uh, I don't think it's enough sample size I would bump them up a little bit but they played Tennessee and they played Indianapolis uh, Indianapolis played Minnesota who stinks. So I'm not really sure how, and they're playing the Jets this week. So I don't think we'll know how good they are still. Uh, Tennessee does not look, they don't really look that good. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a little early to tell. Um, I think the offense, I, I did not expect the offense to do this. So uh, I would push them up. Yeah. In I mean, that case. Jay Gruden's the coordinator there now, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, first-year coordinator, COVID, can't talk about that enough where who knows how much him and Minshew even got to work on the, the playbook and whatnot. And, I mean, for them to come out firing, it's it's impressive, to say the least. Minshew just looks like he always has COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mustache versus the uh, beard tonight. That's a great Which transition from you, kid. <laughs> yeah. You're a natural. I, I've, I've never heard – a more annoying thing that's constantly talked about is the beard and the, the, the mustache. They, they keep calling Fitzpatrick his dad. Is that just because of the facial hair thing? Yeah. And it's, the age, obviously. Well, it's, it, they're looking for literally any possible way to market this <laughs> because yeah. no one wants to watch Miami versus Jacksonville. No. And, and, and they keep talking about like, it's the son versus the father. And I'm like, well, this is the weirdest thing in the world. These, these guys probably haven't even met each other. No, no, they, I don't think they have. <laughs> just because they have facial hair and they have completely opposite facial hair yeah and yeah I, I don't know i have no idea so on the on the topic of this let's let me give you my picks for tonight's game since we're already here 
I took the over, over 49 for the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I love that, but I just can't see these two defenses stopping each other. I know DJ Chark's out, so I took Keelan Cole over 54 and a half yards. And okay. I love Devontae Parker tonight. I took him to score a touchdown, over four and a half receptions, and over 61 and a half yards. He, he's carrying no injury designation. Uh, he had four for 47 against Stephon Gilmore before he got hurt at half. And last game, he scored a touchdown. He gets six catches for 57 yards. And now he's not injured. Let's go, Devontae Parker. The Jaguars are, have been pretty good against the run. I think they held Derrick Henry to like 3.5 yards per carry. But Tannehill lit him up for like four touchdowns. I think it's just going to be throwing the ball. And Devontae Parker, no one can cover him in that secondary. So, in your first breath, you talked about how nobody wants to watch this game. And then you went on to have about five bets on it. Yes. Is that, that's is how that you get people to watch that, the game. That, that is that how you get – I only took one breath there, okay. the whole thing, too. I'm out of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. This is so, why gambling exists, Foley. So, people watch so, games they normally wouldn't. Hey, I hear you. I, I, I don't mind this game tonight. Uh, so, the total opened at 44. It's up to 49 now. Uh, if we were sharp, we would be on that. We'd both be sitting on that over 44. But we wait until today to put in bets. And um, I also like the over. I don't know if I'm going to take it at 49. I we'll see. I know. I, I, I am on the Dolphins, though. I'm taking the Dolphins plus three. I think that short week, give me the, you know, the, the, the grizzled vet quarterback with the Dolphins, and they're, they're desperate for a win. Not traveling anywhere on Thursday night. You know what I mean? It's all the same. How far is that travel? It can't be long. So It's, it's I'm not gonna, long. I think it's like an hour or two. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm gonna take the three points. I think it's high scoring. I like the over as well, and I actually also like the Devontae Parker props. I, I am also on those, so there's no way that, that those it. Um, but I'm on the receptions and the yards, not the touchdown one though. Okay. And nothing on the over yet, but I'm, you know, have a few more drinks and I'll probably be firing on that as well. But Dolphins for sure, and Devontae Par- uh, Parker props for sure. Okay, so that's a wrap on Thursday night. Let's, you know, we're doing a terrible job recapping our picks. All right, let's run down mine real quick, and then we'll run down yours. So I won with Jags plus eight. Next two winners were over totals for the Bucks in Carolina and then Dallas and Atlanta. Dallas and Atlanta, what a fucking game. Mm-hmm. What a game. Uh, I lost the over 48 and a half because Minnesota and Kirk Cousins stink. They stink. Mm-hmm. Awful. Uh, I lost the Jets under. Fire Adam Gase, please. If there is any, how is he? How is he still here? How is he still here? Oh, defense. The defense is awful too. Yeah, it's very bad. So and the only bad. team that constantly has like players just talking bad about like the organization and the coaches just every week. Oh. Yeah, because this no week one, they're saying that they don't practice hard. Yeah, <laughs> just, defensive, uh, Williamson and McDougal like, yeah, we don't practice to win. I'm like, oh, that, that, I don't even, know what? that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't even bat an eye at it anymore. Yeah, what, as it, the, the Jets are a dumpster fire until Gase goes, and they will still be a dumpster fire after he leaves because they're such a poorly run organization, but we still <laughs> root for them. Uh, Darnold's got like two years left on his rookie contract. Tank for Trevor. 
So I lost that under. I won the under in Baltimore, Houston. And then my teaser, my lock of the century hit. Mm. Under in the Jet game, Tampa Bay plus three and a half, Baltimore plus six, Chiefs plus four and a half. Chiefs made me very nervous at the end there. But ultimately, you, they got it done because Anthony Lynn's a dumbass too. All right. Those were my picks, seven and two. Foley, on to your picks. All right, all right, all right. So, once again, licking the wounds a little bit here. Start off with Pitt minus six and a half. Once again, kind of like the Browns, it was a tough one. Uh, it played well. I, I could not believe how good Jeff Driscoll looked against that Steelers defense. Oh. Who I'm, very, I'm very high on. Um, there's nothing else to say. I mean, Denver, even with Locke leaving, to cover that spread and pretty easily. I, I was on the wrong side. Look in the wounds there. Uh, had Giants plus five and a half. They did cover. That one felt like one I should not have gotten. But, uh, you know, Danny Dimes did enough late. That Bears team is not good. That Giants team is not good. Five and a half was a little bit too much. Philly money line. Um, took this one last minute. Felt like maybe overreaction to week one type of spot. Nope, not at all. The Eagles are very, very bad. Wentz they, looked awful, too. Their offensive line stinks. They can't pass block. Wentz looked bad. The defense, that was supposed to be good. Now, back-to-back weeks, not totally showing up. Definitely bumping them down a little bit. Buffalo minus five and a half. That's a loss. Once again, team one did not cover a little. Josh Allen threw a dime to John Brown to go up, I want to say, 10. It was covering the spread, and it was late, and the Dolphins just marched down the field on another good defense, and they got it done. So, once again, so already you have three games with Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and the Browns where they played well and won the game but did not cover the spread. I had the under in that game, never had a chance. Uh, Dolphins did way better than I thought they were against the um, Buffalo defense. Took Green Bay over. That flew over. Not much to be said there. Jets under also with you. You already talked about that. That late Darnold touchdown buried us. It was close. It was looking good. And once again, I don't think it was necessarily a bad play by us. It was just kind of the way things shook out. They let up. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I forgot to mention. They let up a first down (laughs) on third and 33 off a toss. Let up a (laughs) a 55-yard rush on a third and 33. The whole oh. handicap was the whole handicap was that the Jets know how to stop the run, and the first play was an 80-yard rushing touchdown. So I don't know what to think about the Jets. Uh, anything they did last year, throw it out the window, and this team is the worst team in the league right now. And I say that confidently. Yep. Um, I will say that we do have the win total under six and a half this year. Looking good so far. Looking great. Um, next, I had Kansas City minus eight and a half, which. Yeah. Talk about that game a little bit. I mean, Herbert starting last second after the doctor tried to kill Tyrod. Um, it did not help the, uh, the bet at all because I, I do think that when they're not preparing for Herbert, even though he's a rookie quarterback, no preparation, you're not preparing for him. He can do so much more than Tyrod in the passing game. You know, the whole handicap was Tyrod cannot play from behind. And, well, he didn't play. So, although I will say I, I don't think Kansas City – looked good at all no. on offense. I don't know if they would have covered regardless. But, um, yeah, that one hurt. Had the under there, which hit. And then I had Las Vegas plus five and a half. Keep the points, Vegas. We uh, we hit that one outright. 
and then the teaser of the Titans and San Fran, which hit, but the Titans gave me more of a scare than I was looking for. And then finally I added Las Vegas under 49. I thought that with no Michael Thomas, the Saints were going to run the ball to death. Josh Jacobs was going to run the ball. I thought it was going to tick off the clock and it almost got there in the end. It was close, but the both teams seem to, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think they converted every red zone. Uh, Not a lot of field goals. Yeah, it was every time I was hoping for a stop to keep to a field goal, it was a touchdown. So, you know, five and eight, there's no excuses here. And uh, we'll get it back, though. It was a big public week. I, I'm typically not someone who bets with the public. So when the books lose, I'm I'm going to also lose. And yeah, yeah, I, I love the public. That's, I think that's why our scores are – our standings are indicated by that. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I mean, you know, that's why you can't just always fade in the public. It's not how that works. you got to pick and choose. That you do. All right. That's our week two recap. On to week three, we have the first game, Houston visiting Pittsburgh. That line is Pittsburgh minus four. I'm going to let you start off. Uh, You took (laughs) Pittsburgh last week, so I think you know them a little bit better than I do. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh leaves a little bit more to be desired. The offense, there's so much there, and they show flashes of it, but it's not – it doesn't – you know, it seems like it can click like that offense from a few years ago, but it's it's not there yet. Defense is very good. I'm not going to waver on that. I know Driscoll looked good against him, but, you know, I you can't change everything off of one week. Spread is four. Houston is coming off two back-to-back, probably the hardest back-to-back weeks you could have in the Just past five brutal. years. <laughs> yeah. So, once again, we have no idea where they're at. Um we saw Driscoll tearing up that Pittsburgh D. You know, you're really going to lay more than a field goal against uh, Deshaun Watson, who's a top-five quarterback. So, as you can tell, I'm leaning Houston. I'm leaning the over. I think that um, both offenses really tear it up. It's just a matter of how good are these teams, and, I, and I'm having a hard time really nailing it down. So, I'm leaning, Pitt, uh, I'm leaning Houston in the over right now, but no plays yet. I agree with you there. I'm leaning Houston in the over. I don't think we have a good idea of how bad or good Houston is right now because of that opening at Chiefs and then hosting Baltimore, who are on a combined 19-game win streak, I think. So it's just brutal. I don't know who made – Bill O'Brien probably made that schedule yeah, for them. wanted to play it. <laughs> he traded the league a fifth-round pick to make the first two weeks the hardest teams in the league. So I'm – I think they're they're probably better than we think, probably. And I don't think Pittsburgh uh, more than a field goal. I think is a little tough for Pittsburgh to cover right now, because as you said, Dr- Jeff Driscoll kind of lit them up. So I don't have a play yet either, but I'm going to lean the same way as you. And now I do want to say this is a a game where we have some futures on. I'm pulling them up right now. Uh, I have Brandon Cooks under. 800 uh, receiving yards. And then I also have the Steelers over nine and a half wins. And I have a, I have a good amount on the Steelers over. Um, you know, I think I mentioned the last pod that I'm very high on the defense, high on Big Ben coming back. That offense has so many weapons. Uh, I, I've been texting you all week about Deontay Johnson. That guy is uh, – it's unbelievable where they get these receivers from and, and how they develop them. 
he is might be considered the third receiver on that roster behind um I know they're high on James Washington, but I mean this guy is he would be the best receiver on the Jets right now. It's it's unbelievable. Bro, um, you and I would be like a third <laughs> string jet running uh wide receiver right now. They're awful. And then Chase Claypool, the, the rookie they drafted, just went for like an 80-yard touchdown. I forgot they even had him hiding on the bench somewhere. It's it's insane. I'm on over nine and a half. Uh, and I think they can get better. The 2-0, and I'm telling you, that offense could click way more, and the defense could play up to their potential as well. And then yep. Cooks, on the other hand, uh, he's a more concussion. concussion. And, yep. uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, anything under with him. Uh, he's got a quad issue now. If he stays healthy for 16 games, he'll probably go over it. But I'm just banking on him not doing that because I can't remember the last time he's had a dominant full season. But let me check. Yeah, there's no shot. He's more punch drunk than uh, Floyd Mayweather, dude. He's yeah, his brain is soup. Sorry, he hasn't played. He hasn't played. He hasn't played six. Played 16 games once in his career, and that was uh, with the Rams in 18. Okay, so he will hit that. He will hit that if it goes 16 games. But there's no shot. Right, right, right. That's what I'm banking on. I mean, like we said, one more concussion, and it's it's bad, bad news, which you're not hoping for that, obviously. But, you know, when you have a team that's not going to be very good and um, a receiver with injury problems, I'm going to take the under. And then I also forgot, I also have Deshaun Watson over uh, pass yards because, like I just said, I expect him to be losing a lot this year, and he's going to be throwing the ball a ton. Yeah. Almost forgot to slide that in there. And Brandon Cooks is he's just like the perfect height to just hit in the head. I hate to say it. He's just right at that level though, you know? You it's you're not even going high on him. You're just, receiver. Yeah, you're just hitting where you would think a receiver would be and then his head's just right there. Things started going downhill in that Super Bowl against the Eagles. Oh, and God, got he was running I don't know what was going on. He was running in circles and he got decapitated. Oh, I can't believe his head was in his helmet. Yeah, I mean, he still put up some good years after that, but man, oh man, when I tell you decapitated. The Jets should have took him bad. in uh, that draft. I think the Saints got him. In the first. He's out of Oregon State or Oklahoma State? One of those. He was good. He was good for the Saints. He was, a, he was a 32nd overall pick or something, right? I think it was before that. I think he was in the 20s. Was that. I could be wrong. Okay. Whatever. Moving off of Brandon Cooks. <laughs> we're going to – we're going back. He's only 26, too, which is oh. crazy. Yeah, his brain's forty-seven. We no, are you're going... right. He was a twentieth. He was a twentieth pick, and the Pats traded uh, him for the thirty-second pick, I believe, or the thirty-first pick. Okay. Wow. Damn good at this. I'm I'm the college guy. So we are going <laughs> to the sticky turf at MetLife, where the Giants host San Francisco. Second straight week that San Francisco is at MetLife. The Giants are plus four and a half. Well, that's what I got them at because I did take them. Um, it's actually down to four now, and the over/under is forty-one and a half. I'm going to lead this off by saying I have the under and the Giants plus four and a half. San Francisco is absolutely decimated. Uh, Kittle's probably not going to play. Uh, Mostert and Coleman are out. That leaves Jared McKinnon. I think they promoted someone from the practice squad. Jimmy G might not play. They have nobody on offense. Nobody. Yeah. And it's they are so worried about this turf. Uh, Amir Armstead said something on the radio, like he's very anxious to play on it again. So that's why they're going to sit out most of their guys that are kind of iffy questionable because they're not going to want to – like Jimmy G's on one leg pretty much. He's not going to want to play on that sticky turf. I'm doing air quotes. 
They got nobody. The Giants are down Saquon. Giants really haven't really put up any points. I think it's going to stay under, but in these low-scoring games, I always like to take the points. Yeah, I'm, I'm also on the Giants. Uh, it's one of my favorite plays this week. I mean, it's so disrespectful to hang a four when Nick Mullins is potentially starting at quarterback. I back-to-back weeks on the road, normally, you know, you kind of like when a team has back-to-back games on the East Coast because it's kind of a road trip. You kind of build camaraderie and things like that throughout the week because you usually stay on the East Coast. But with COVID, I don't know what these guys, they're probably locked up in their rooms. Uh, I, I believe they went, they actually went down to West Virginia to practice. Why? Well, I, I don't, I, I, I could be, I might want to fact check me on that, but I, I thought I heard I don't know, that. Dude, that's that so somewhere. weird that I, it just has to be true. <laughs> I hope that's true. I just completely made something up. But um, yeah, you talk about the injuries. I mean, you look at their IR alone, Richard Sherman, Debo, Debo Samuel, Solomon Thomas, uh, Nick Bosa. I'm waiting a little bit to see what's going on with Mozart, Garoppolo, you know, those guys, Kittle. But um, if they're not playing, it's going to be a bigger play this week. And you touched on all of it. I think that the Giants are good enough, better than the Jets, and they can take advantage of that uh, secondary that's absolutely just riddled with injuries. And, you know, Nick Mullen's not going to be taking time off the clock. So I'm actually going to also be laying some money on. Danny Dimes over pass yards. I don't have player props up yet, but once those drop, I'm taking the over no matter where it is. I think he's uh, he's going to be flying over no Saquon, uh, so they're not going to be running the ball much. Devontae Freeman's not stepping in and getting 20 carries. Uh, Deion Lewis is not the type of back to be able to hit the hole, you know, 20 times a game. So it's I'm definitely going to be on that over, and I'm going to be on the Giants. Just how much is going to depend on who's playing for the Niners. Yeah, almost last point for me. I almost think it's better that for Danny Dimes at Saquon's out because now they don't feel like they have to rush the ball, which they've been right. awful at anyway. I think it's right. Danny Dimes going to – no Sterling Shepard, but I don't think he makes that big of a difference. That, that guy, Slayton, Slayton's, Slayton's uh, fantastic. He's a great player. All right, uh, we are going to Minnesota up north. They're hosting Tennessee. Tennessee is laying two and a half. That over-under is at 49 and a half. Minnesota stinks. Yeah, Tennessee. Taking Tennessee. Um, not much to it here. I think that Tennessee is just a well-coached. They're a pound-you-in-the-face football team. That's what Minnesota wants to be. That's what Meg Zimmer wants to be, but they're not that. Kirk Cousins, you know, at home at 1 o'clock is usually fantastic. So I will say that if there's anything to look out for, it's that 1 o'clock at home Kirk Cousins. There's no fans, though. And they played at 1 o'clock against – uh, who did they play? Pretty with bad. Martin? I mean, and he played. He played well. Did he? Yeah, dude, he tore it up. How, how many points did they that? score? Oh my god, let me look it up now. They scored. That over went over by about. He scored thirty-four points. Oh shit! He threw for two hundred sixty yards, two touchdowns. I did throw a pick, but last week on the road, a little bit different. Or was he on the road? Yeah, he was, he was in Indy. Yeah, they were at, at Indy. You know, how, how much stock you put into that, I don't know. Um, Mike Zimmer is going to be pissed off. I do like him as a coach. He usually does play things tough. He wants to run the ball. They're going to try to run the ball against this Tennessee team. I think they are going to be able to stop it, which is going to put pressure on Kirk Cousins. Oh, dude, you know they, were down, the- 
They were down 29-10 entering the fourth. They put up 24 points in the fourth. He was yeah, stinking I mean, it up. It's, I mean, it's still putting up 24 points in the fourth. I guess. You know, because, I mean, I think they ended up losing by nine. Nine, yeah. And I think – and, I mean, Green Bay also scored 14 in the fourth. So, what, it was, you know, it was going back and forth that quarter. The Packers almost hit that over by themselves. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, that's kind of convincing me to take the over as well. Because t- Tennessee just let up 30 points to Minshew. Right, right. But like I said, I think both teams are going to want to run the ball. I don't think Henry's gotten going yet. Uh, that that um, D-line from Minnesota, let me check the injury report. I believe they're hurting. Let me check here with this, you know, list this year is a little bit longer than usual. Yeah, that's – that could be a problem. I hate I how IR is – like, IR usually means, like, eight games or, like, the season. That just means, like, you had to miss three games. I keep, like – Right. Right. It's, <laughs> it screws everyone up. No, so no one's on the injury report. Um, so, it's actually – so, maybe it's the, the Vikings secondary. That's It's super young and inexperienced. So, I guess they're over. But Tannehill, you're going to take it over, expecting Tannehill to tear it up? I don't know. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll take it. I like it, though, right now. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like Tennessee, I too. I don't dislike it. I definitely don't dislike it. I'm going to take Tennessee, and as I'm saying it, I just feel like this is one of those things where overreacting way too much to two weeks of football, and yes. we'll be talking about it next week. But yep. um, I'll be on Tennessee. So I'll see you guys on the other side. All right. Now on to a game that everyone's got circled on their calendars. Cleveland hosting the Washington football team. Cleveland mm-hmm. is minus seven. I don't know. I mean, I don't Cleveland – Cleveland did everything they could last week. They looked amazing. I think they averaged a little under 10 yards per play, which is just insane. And they still couldn't cover. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how they're now going to lay seven. I, I, I like the way they looked last week. I think they should look good again this week. Haskins cannot really move the ball, but seven points. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to lay seven. That, Washington pass rush is no joke. I think Chase Young has about three sacks already this year. Uh, Baker under pressure doesn't like it. So, you know, once I'm not don't have anything on this right now. I I was looking at maybe a prop for a team total under for Browns because I think it might be a little high since considering they're a seven point favorite. But um, waiting on that. Yeah, I don't I don't have much for this game. I probably Seven points is a lot for the Browns, man. I know. Washington hasn't really been able to move the ball unless it's in, like, garbage time. But, mm-hmm. oh, we have our scary Terry – not scary Terry. Uh, Terry McLaurin future, too. Oh, right, game. right, right. We, we got to bring that up. We have um, scary Terry, which I don't think they call him that. I think you just made that up. I did. Yeah, um, no, not, it's not scary Terry Rozier. It's a <laughs> – Every guy named Terry up, but... scary Terry. Yeah. Terry McLaurin, uh, we have over 900 receiving yards. It's on a good pace right now. I think um, – Yeah, he had 125 last week. Right, right. I think he had – he's on a good pace. Yeah. Um, and just a good point with the futures to circle back. Amon Brown's under eight and a half wins. Giants under we talked about. And then I think and then I'm on the Titans over eight and a half as well. Good starts for you there. Yeah, but I got some not so good starts coming up as well. So we'll get to those. Right. I also have Kittle uh, over nine. Oh, pretty much getting a thousand receiving yards, which does not look good so far. Oh boy, we're gonna need to work on that. 
All right, yeah. moving on yeah. to the next game. Uh, Philly is home against Cincinnati. They are laying four and a half points. The over-under is 46 and a half. Over. I'm going to say before you say over, over, These defenses are so bad. Um, lock, but there's lock. one team. <laughs> there's one team you should be able to pass block against. It's Cincinnati. Um, I think Wentz gets it going this week. They, they're going to fucking do everything they can to put up some points this week. Uh, take the over. I lean Philly. But, you know, I worry just like last week with the Browns that Burrow seems good enough to slide in that back door. So I'm on the over. Lean Philly. Love the over. I'm in yeah. love with it. Just put the bet in and then text your bookie saying, pay me. There's no way this doesn't hit. It's too deep. It's a <laughs> when, it's, when it's 10-3 at halftime, just tweet at uh, Connor uh, and let him know how you feel. Yeah, when the game finishes 13-10, I'll take that one for us. Uh, yeah, these two defenses stink. I think Philly needs a win, obviously. I think they go ahead by a little bit, and then Burrow kind of cleans up in, in garbage time. Um, but – Anyway, it happens. It's going to happen. The over's going to hit. So I'm going to be on that over. And I would lean Philly, but I don't know if I'm going to take that. I don't really like taking Same. totals with spreads, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, and also just want to mention on Philly, under nine and a half wins this year. Wow, you got a real good start. Yeah, the, the, totals, the totals look good so far. Some of the players are going to uh, – there's so much left to be done, but uh, that Kittle one's hurting so far. Hurting worse than his uh, knee. Next game is – the Dirty Birds hosting the Bears. Da Bears. Uh, Atlanta with just kind of the choke job of the century against the Cowboys are laying three points at home. The over-under is 47 and a half, which surprises me a little bit. Ah, you know what that doesn't surprise me? That Atlanta's defense is awful. Chicago so you thought it was good. too high? Yeah. I mean, that Atlanta – I mean – the first two games with Atlanta have had a combined, what, 200 points? Mm-hmm. All right, right? last week It was 39-26 <laughs> against Seattle, and then it was 40-39. Oh, that's a lot of points. <laughs> so that's why. All right, bro, they were going game. against Russell Wilson and Dak, all right? And they're going against Mitch Trubisky. Fair. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying. That's why I wasn't sure if you thought it was too high or too low, because if there was one week for a quarterback to figure it out, it's this week for Mitch Trubisky, because that – um. Atlanta defense is no good. You know, that whole idea that they're going to be demoralized from last week, I don't think that really happens. I'm pretty sure it's been proven. That's not a thing. Um, But uh, I have nothing. I don't know if you have anything, but I – I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta minus three. I lean that way as well. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I don't think – I think the Super Bowl loss hurt a lot more, obviously. That's real good uh, (laughs) insight by me. <laughs> blown a regular season game, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think Dan Quinn is probably gonna get fired soon, and hopefully him and Gates yeah. get out soon. But they they look good against. I mean, they look really good against the Cowboys, and then they just it just all fell apart. I think the offense is not gonna have a problem putting up points on the Chicago defense. Yeah, this Falcons team did not have Super Bowl aspirations. I don't think they are gonna be too down and out. Um, and just want to mention once again, I'm sitting on Gurley under rush yards which is at 805. I'm not even sure where that's at, to be totally honest with you. It might not be good. Yeah, I, but, I, have, um, no, I was just going to ask you, how's he doing? No, I, I couldn't tell you. But considering there's a ton of points, I might think not good. But I feel like if he was doing good, you would see him all over social media. Like, he's back and shit. So maybe, yeah, I know he scored that touchdown week one, but I haven't seen him since. 
He had 117 yards over two weeks. So, sheesh, he's got 117 no. yards and they've scored 700 points. Yeah, yeah. So he's on pace for right now. If he played a full season, close to a thousand yards. So not good for me. Oh boy! Wow. He's on a thousand yards. He's got 117 through two weeks. What is? I can't wait. Did for I just do that right? Yeah, because to rush for a thousand over sixteen games, you just have to average sixty-two yards a game. Why is it such a what? Why is it such a big deal? Then? <laughs> I don't think it is anymore. I think two thousand when you're averaging like one twenty-five is is a uh, when Chris Johnson did it, it's just nuts. Yeah, I'm, I'm making on him. Also, gets he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, he should. His knees are done. He's got no yeah, car. Me, even though he's just turned twenty-six. <laughs> Yeah, but he did say happy Thanksgiving to you, so he's always got it. Wow, that's oh, actually messed yeah. up, dude. Yeah. You're taking his yeah, under after up. he said happy that's, Thanksgiving to you and your that, family. That's bad juju. That's why I went five and eight. Uh, that is for people so who, poor. For the seven people listening who don't know, I uh, tweeted – woke up on Thanksgiving one year, a few years ago, and tweeted at Todd Gurley, happy Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> I don't know why, but he, he replied and just wished me happy Thanksgiving, and I appreciated it. And I forgot about that. I I lost my ways, and now I feel bad about this under. And I hope he proves me wrong because he was very – that was very nice of him that year. Yeah, Send me some like money, the only person that <laughs> – <person he> replied to. <laughs> that was so bizarre. He's like, holy shit, Foley finally tweeted at me. Yeah. Get him back. I, he, right. he probably listens, he's one of the three people that listen to this pod. <laughs> at this point, we got two left because he's not listening past uh, yeah, Foley. Yeah, his sunk. Took the under, yeah, my yards. He's going to have a bounce back here. On to, the, on to the Jets going to Phillip Rivers and the Colts. Ooh, all right, this spread is double digits. We've got our first double-digit spread here. It's Colts by 11.5, over-under mm. 44. It's at 11.5 now. Huh? I have yep. 10.5 written down. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, you can't possibly lay 11 and a half points, no, right? I was just going to say that, no. But you can't possibly bet on the Jets. Yeah, I, do. I think maybe you tease the Colts. I was actually going to say, uh, for a little fun, little shits and gigs, take a little Jets money line at plus 450. I mean, whatever. That's what it's at? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I took the uh, Jets. What was the look-ahead line for this? Uh, it was seven – Seven. I mean, I that, that Colts offensive line is no joke. The Jets aren't winning this game. No. So. But we'll still sprinkle them in. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> the only thing is that, like, you you know, okay, Rivers gets hurt, and then Brissett comes in, and they probably play even better, so. Yeah. And the Jets are down to uh, two healthy receivers. Yeah, it opened at seven. Um, hey, you know what? The Jets have a lot of ex-Colts on their team. Little uh, revenge game factor here. No one's Pierre, talking about Pierre Desir, yes, sir. Yeah, revenge game, revenge game. And Noodle Arm Bree- uh, Rivers. I almost said Noodle Arm Breeze. But um, well, same thing. So, yeah, nothing nothing from me. Uh, you want a little fun, throw Jets money line in a parlay with something else and get a big payday if, if miracles will happen. But Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, don't, have to, yeah, we don't have to talk about this one. Uh, the Chargers are hosting Carolina. That spread is Chargers six and a half with Justin yeah. Herbert. Yeah. So you can go first on this one. I, I we were just talking about this off off podcast, off stream. I don't know how to even say that. That seems a little high to me. Mm-hmm. 
after you said that it seemed high to you because I was agreeing with you. Um, <laughs> he's a rookie. I know he just played well against the Chiefs. But, I mean, they only scored 20 points. They're home again. Carolina hasn't looked good. They got no McCaffrey, obviously, which factors into this. But they still have uh, that running back that everybody picked up, I think Mike Davis. It seems a little high to me. There's no reason to think Mike Davis is going to be, like, good. Right? Isn't Mike Davis the guy from the Chargers? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. There's just no reason to think he's going to fill in and do uh, 10% of what McCaffrey does. Yeah, no, I just saw his name, and I just figured I'd throw that in there because just to let the listeners know that I was paying attention on the waiver wire. Right. And, I mean, you know, you got a full week to prepare for Herbert now. Um, I mean, I, I'm staying away. I lean Carolina, lean the under. I just, I, you know, it's so hard to tell what Carolina is going to try to do. They're still finding out what kind of team they are. They, they played decent, decent against Tampa, won, yeah. And they looked decent last week, uh, especially offensively. But, Ugh, it's a, I can't imagine laying six and a half with a rookie quarterback and I, uh, Herbert, who we have no idea what he is yet. And then I, at the same time, that Carolina team has so many unknowns that lean Carolina lean under, but nothing for me. Yeah, I'm going to stay away as well. I mean, Carolina should have covered against Tampa. That Fortnite kind of – after that onside kick, he rushed it in. They would have covered if that didn't happen. It's, it's too many points for me, but I, I still don't believe in Carolina, so I'm just going to stay away. And that's the thing. I mean, Tampa Bay was what? What they close at an eight-point favorite? Eight and a half. Seven and a half. Eight and a half. I think. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it's fair then. I guess Tampa Bay against Chargers, two point two points better than Chargers. I, I don't hate that. So hmm, we'll see. We will see. We go to the desert. Arizona is hosting the Lions. Arizona is favored by five and a half. That over under is fifty-five and a half. I love this game. I I took the over great jersey game. Took the over fifty one early in the week and I am all over the Lions first half. I um I think that you look at the Lions, they are the worst second half team in the league over the past like two years. They completely fall apart under Patricia ever since he's gotten there. But you know, they they they're getting um what's his name back? The receiver, John Blank. Galladay. Getting Galladay back. Uh, Stafford is is a very good quarterback. Um, I should say very capable. Capable is the word I was looking for there. Very capable quarterback. He, you know, you look. They're catching three and a half in the first half against an Arizona team that they beat up on a shitty Washington team, and they beat a very good San Fran team. But that's a divisional game. They always play San Fran tough. I think last year they lost by three to them once. Like you know, it, it was a division matchup, and they look good this year. But to catch three and a half. Um, and you look at the first two weeks from the Lions, I mean, they were up at half against the oh, – they played week one. They were up at half against – They played against, the Packers and the Bears, right? Was it the Packers? Right. The so, yeah, yeah, the Bears. You're right. You're, you're 100% right. They were up at – they were up by – what is that? They were up by seven week one against the Bears, and then they were down by three against the Packers. So, like, you know, it's usually at halftime where they fall apart. To catch three and a half against this Arizona team that I think it's people are riding a little bit too high on right now. Um, 
I'm going to take that three and a half. I, I really like that first half this week. And then, like I said, the over at this point is unfortunately a little bit out of hand. Um, <laughs> but it should be points galore. I mean, that line secondary is no good. And the cards, uh, the offense, it, it can still go up another notch, I think. I, I think uh, it can get a little bit better. That O-line is very bad. Yeah. There's no no denying that. O-line is very bad. So, um We'll see, but I'm take, I'm all over lines first half and the over. I like that. I uh, yeah, I don't have much. You kind of just said everything that I wasn't going to say, but that over just seems crazy to me. Yeah, it's I, I, Arizona kind of took their foot off the gas in the second half against Washington, but like still, they weren't. <laughs> their O line is so bad, but like Kyler Murray is so damn good. He's so, so and good. What, one thing I want to note is that last week, I think in the final eight minutes of the game, the Cardinals were throwing the ball 80% of the time. And, you know, so you think, what does that mean? Are they going to do that every week? I don't think so. But I think it shows that they're not afraid to, if they know the run's not the best play, they're not afraid to, th- not afraid to throw the ball when they're up. So look for um, them to be running up scores a little bit or it, whatever you want to call it, but they're not afraid to throw it when they're up. And I think um, Lions first half and then maybe even a Cardinals second half look here, that could be really good because the Lions, they're going to blow everything they have and the cards, they can, they can run it up. I think the Lions push the pace early and the Cardinals are like, all right, let's play. And they fucking take it away in the end. I love it. I love it. Going to the mile high city, Denver is hosting Tampa Bay. Tim Bay's getting six points. That over-under is a stark contrast to the previous one. That's at 43. Mm. I, I don't like this game at all. I, uh, Driscoll's I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm taking Those. Denver and holding my nose. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I watch that. I live in Boston, and I do not have uh, Red Zone NFL Network yet. I'm still in the process of getting it. it. It takes more than a day to get it. I don't know if you know that. When you order it, you have to wait long, like 24 hours. Why? Um, yeah, for my cable provider here. It's crazy. But so I was stuck watching the Steelers, Broncos, and Driscoll did not look bad. And I mean, it's – and that Steelers defense is very good. Uh, so you know what? To catch six from a Tampa Bay team that does not look special at all yet, you know, obviously they need time. Um, it's in mile high early in the year. Dude, Tom, you know, it's six points is way too many. I'll take the six. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not even going to check the score. I just um, – I'll check it at the end. And uh, teams do not go to mile high early in the year and do well. They're not they're, they're not conditioned enough. COVID year, we saw it week one. They covered against Titans, although, you know, you can argue Titans should have – Titans were the way better team. It still couldn't win by more than, you know, two points on a game-winning field goal. Six points is too many to be laying at, at mile high this early in the year. So I'm going to – Hold my nose, and you can make fun of me next week if they don't cover. All right. Yeah, I'm going to stay away so I can make fun of you if they don't cover. Yeah. But it's fair. It's totally fair. I like your logic. <laughs> I mean, Dr- Driscoll's QB rating, career QB rating is uh, over 80. He doesn't play much, but, you know, I, maybe he's not you, – you know, maybe he's not the worst quarterback in the world is all I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're the Denver expert, apparently, so I'm gonna just going to yeah. let you keep yeah. talking because i got nothing I'm on watching. I've been watching way too much Denver Broncos football for my liking after the first I weeks. love what Big Fangio's doing. He's yeah. the spirit of the team. No, he's, he's no good, but six points too much. Give me one of those gross losses by four or five. All right, all right. 
I'm gonna make fun of you next week when they lose by yeah, seven. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, much better game. The last game in the four o'clock slate is Seattle is home against Dallas. Seattle's getting five. Over under is fifty six. I'll give you one quick tidbit, and then because I have nothing on this, so I'll let you take this away. But uh, Mike McCarthy said today that he is not planning on using Zeke a lot to try to keep Russ off the field. He plans on scoring as many points as quick as possible. So I'll let you do whatever you want with that information there. The I total think, is 56. I think that's a classic, classic <laughs> way of a little reverse psychology for Pete Carroll. Let's see if he sees that. So Pete Carroll seems like a guy who would take the bait. <laughs> he might Carroll. take the bait there. I think we're going to heavily. Yep. I, I mean, why would you why would you say that? You just lit up 40 points right. in Matt Ryan. Obviously, your defense stinks. So, well, I guess maybe try to outscore. I don't know. They can outscore him, dude. That offense, they might have just, just become a shootout team. Honestly. I kind of like that over. Yeah. Now you're on the over. You talk yourself back to the over. <laughs> I like the over. Wait a second. <laughs> I like that. Anytime an over is just – it just seems like obscene, like 56 mm-hmm. – I think you got to take the over. It, there's no math. There's no stats behind it. You just it, you just got to take it. I believe Tyron Smith might be coming back too. Let me um. He was expected to be back. I don't. I haven't heard any update on it. He's probably their best offensive lineman. Um, so if he comes back too, I mean, once again, Seattle looks really, really good so far. Dallas does not. Five points. God. Seems a little much now. Yes. I, th- I think it seems like much. They're, they're at home. No fans, obviously. So you lose that advantage. They almost lost. They should have. They probably should have lost to the Pats at right. home last week. Dallas isn't as good as the Pats in my mind, but Dallas can still put up points. I think a backdoor cover could be possible there. I, I don't think there's any team that's better than Dallas in the NFL in garbage time or like that two-minute drill. Right. They, they, move, they move the ball so easily. I don't know why they just don't do that the entire time, but well, it's because other teams aren't in that soft zone. Just keep everything in front of you, which NFL teams do for some reason when the defense is playing their balls off. I, I like the people over. Are not, people are not giving Mike McCarthy enough credit from last week because they scored a touchdown to get within – they were down 15 and scored a touchdown, and I don't remember how much time was left. It wasn't much. And I, the amount of times I've screamed at my TV and I've texted you in all caps and I cannot understand that why teams do not go for two when they're down 15 on that first score. And Mike McCarthy did, and he didn't get it. And what that allowed them to do was they then knew we are still down two possessions. We have to score ASAP. And that's what they did, and they gave themselves time. When they recovered that onside kick, they had over a minute left to move the ball. Yeah. If they would have not gone for two and kicked the extra point, they're down eight, then they would have taken their time getting down the field. They would have scored with, you know, a handful of seconds left. And then when that two-point conversion that they would have called the same play doesn't work, it's over. And that's why it was made me so happy to see a coach – go for two on that first touchdown because then they knew, okay, that two-point conversion that we were going to call no matter what, <laughs> no matter when we score that touchdown didn't work, we now know what we have to do to still try to win this game. He won them that game with that decision, in my opinion, because if he waited for that second touchdown, it's too late. They would have not scored as quick as they did. Like you said, they drove down that field as fast as possible, and that gave them a chance to win. Now, 
it takes a little bit of luck and I don't know what the Falcons were doing, but still that, that decision alone is not getting talked about nearly enough in my opinion. That, a couple of things. Dak's got to stop running the damn ball and give it to Zeke. You just paid him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let him That's get the damn ball in the end zone. All right. We should have had yes. fucking five touchdowns there. I might've won. He's my only I also player. have I also have Cowboys over ten wins this year, which does not look good by any means right now. I have them to win the NFC East. So yeah, we're, we're uh, them boys. That, that's, that's still gonna happen. We them uh, boys. No one's beating them in that division. No, that the onside kick it was hilarious to me because that was a good kick. I don't think it was that good. I think any other, it it literally looked like the Falcons didn't know they could touch the ball before ten. <laughs> See, I don't even think it was a good kick. It looked like Greg Zerline was like, I've never practiced this before. <laughs> the way he like stood behind the ball and just like tapped it. I, I mean, see, all they had to do was it was hit so slow. You just have to walk up and like slowly cover it up. Like it wasn't even like a fast, oh man, it might take a hop on me. It was so slow. <laughs> it see, was rolling. It wasn't even bouncing. It was rolling. No, see, I have a counterpoint to that. I think it worked a lot in practice because why else would you try that? Because looking at it, like, the first time, I'm like, that looks awful. Like, why didn't anybody just jump on it? And then I'm like, this had to have worked because why else would you try this in a game? I mean, he also could have screwed up and hit it lighter than he wanted to. Yeah. I mean, it, there's definitely luck involved because that thing just ever so slowly rolled over the 45 to make it 10 yards. Dude, I've never seen anything like that in my life where they, they all just, like, let them recover it. I don't even know what they were doing. <laughs> It's not even like they were waiting for it to go 10 yards, then jump on it. They just watched it go 10 yards, then watched them recover it. Bro, nobody was blocking anybody, which you see. They all, like, they didn't even go near the boulder. They all spread out. So, like, they were – it was – oh, my – it was like they were trying to start a campfire. But, like, no Incredible. one wanted to start it, dude. Oh, brutal. So, that was a bad loss for Atlanta. But, yeah, going back to the, to the game this week, I like the over. I don't know if I'll touch it any spread-wise. We'll see. I like what Mark yeah. McCarthy's doing with that reverse psychology. Pete's going to fall for it. I agree. I, I lean Dallas a little bit just because five points seems like a lot. But you know what, man? Uh, we're getting deep. You know, as we keep going week by week, eventually we're going to have to stop saying this is an overreaction and this team's just not good and this team is that good. So we're kind of at that weird point now, week three, where Seattle seems that good. Um, I The five points is a gross number. I can't imagine laying that. Yeah, and maybe if anything, you know, Dallas money line, which kind of like the Pats had a chance at that last week, but nothing from me. All right, we got two real good primetime games this week. These are the last two. Last These two are the last two. Yeah, we're going to Sunday right. night. Sunday night, we're going down to the Bayou. We're going to New Orleans. The mm-hmm. Saints are hosting the Packers. Great. Game. And b- b- before, so New Orleans is minus three, total of fifty-two and a half. Uh, I will note that neither Devontae Adams or Michael Thomas have, has practiced yet this week. I don't know how you bet on this game without knowing what's going on with those guys. That is why we have you on the cast. You're our injury <laughs> reporter. I did not know were that. You about to, were you about to rip something? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, dude. No, I just – Yeah, okay. Well, those – yeah. What is uh, – was Adams a hamstring injury? Yes, and they're, they're both questionable. Um, I have Adams in fantasy, not pleased because hamstring injuries do not just go away. No. Um, Michael Thomas, and, is, you know, he's questionable. Yep. Dude, he just he had a high ankle sprain. What was it a week and a half? Oh. Let me check. Let me double check right now. Superman? Last I checked, is both are being monitored. 
I mean, remember Saquon Barkley? Like, they said he had the worst sprint ever and came back like, the next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, yeah, you, like, look at him. Now, As a guy, running back, kind of too, though. Sense. Yeah. Yeah but, yeah, but, I mean, Michael Thomas needs his ankles, dude. He can't run past anybody. He runs, like, a 4 8 40. Fair. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Um, Quinn and Williams runs the same 40 as him. So they don't have to – they don't have to – they don't have to put up a status officially yet, but he has not practiced. Uh, okay. I checked fantasy, which usually has um, the ESPN fantasy usually has a decent read on what's going on. I think at least that's what I rely on. I like this over um, again. Really? Okay. I, I I don't dislike it at all. I I, I fifty two and a half is high, and with the two receivers hurt, I, I what if they don't play? Yeah, but, I mean, the Saints put up 24 against the Raiders. So, that's, like, halfway there. I think the Packers that Raiders defense is no good. That Raiders <laughs> defense is no good. So, let's just get that out of the way. The Raiders defense got lit up by Carolina. Carolina's um, got defense team. is no good. Fair. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to argue that point, but I, I don't know if New Orleans' uh, offense looked good. I would not say they did last week. Um, Green Bay looks unstoppable right now, so I, I understand that. And after seeing what Vegas did to New Orleans, it's not hard to see Green Bay scoring. So I guess if you like over, you got to be leaning Green Bay a little bit then, no? Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd lean Green Bay. Right. So Green Bay I, I taking lean, three, I, I, I think you got to take Green Bay. Yeah, see, I, it's one of those things where New Orleans at home is always a different monster, it seems like. Yeah, but dude, uh, Drew Brees, he's got a worse arm than Phil Rivers right now. That's that's not not going to deny that whatsoever. Uh, that pick he threw, dude, at the end of the first, the second half. Oh no, first half, right. second half of the end of the game. At the end of the first half, <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. He, he can't throw like everything's a duck past like fifteen yards. Quack quack. I, I, I have nothing here. I, I am personally leaning Saints. I want to see how the injuries shake out. I. If Devontae Adams doesn't play, I'm, I'm going Saints. I think, um, you know, Vegas was fired up last week. Uh, home opener. Bro, you have to take every team with a home opener in a new I stadium. Know. Home opener. They were fired up. Gruden. Like, they were – it was insane. And they tore apart that defense. Waller is a matchup nightmare. The – Packers do not have a guy who can do what Waller was doing. <laughs> just every the Saints knew who they were throwing to, and they still couldn't like they were like, "There's nothing we can do." Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. Um, that that Raiders offense is no joke. So I think um, maybe a little bit of an overreaction to last week on the road for New Orleans on prime time, home opener, like I said already, and you know they're coming back home for prime time. Minus three. <laughs> You know, hopefully that falls to two and a half. Yeah. If that falls to two and a half, I'll be on them. But like you're kind of saying, I don't see how there's no way you can expect them to win by more than a field goal. Uh, so with that being said, I'm kind of talking in circles here, but I'm going to watch it. I, I It seems like one of those games New Orleans comes out and wins, but I don't know how they win by more than a field goal. So if I can find a two and a half, I'll be on them. Uh, I think a little bit of an overreaction to last week. And, um, you know, Green Bay's beat up on Minnesota and Detroit now. Yep. They look really good. I'm not going to discount it, but maybe maybe uh, not good enough to just walk into New Orleans and come out with a W because that would be very impressive, regardless of Michael Thomas. Not fine. 
Yeah, I think this is their first like true test. So we will see if right. they pass it. Prime time. So we'll see. Um, but it'll be a fun one. But I'll definitely be on it on it one way or another. There's no way Sunday night comes around and I'm just gonna watch this. So I'll, I'll check the Twitter account and we'll get some plays out. Yeah, check the Twitter account. Get us up to ten followers, double digits. <laughs> Speaking of Las Vegas, we missed this game earlier. Let's go back real quick. Uh, Vegas is in New England. They're in Foxborough, up in your neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Love New England. New England's uh, getting five and a half. Over under forty-seven and a half. I like New England. Yep. I think defense gets back on track. I think Cam Newton looks damn good. Looks damn good. That yeah. offensive line is ridiculous again. How do they keep doing this? They they signed him to a one year deal and they said we are going to run you. We don't care if you get hurt. We don't care whatever. You can run the ball, and we are going to run with you. And he's like, you know what? I've made enough money. I want to win. Let's do it. And man, oh man, they are going to run him until he can't anymore. Um, big overreaction to Vegas, who like we talked about just two seconds ago, laying less than a touchdown. You know, long short week for the Raiders. They have to fly the East Coast. Um, to play at Foxborough, give me Belichick all day. Anything less than a touchdown here, I'm taking it. Um, yep. I'll be teasing them. Uh, we'll figure out the other half of that at the end, but uh, give me the New England Patriots here. Yep. I'm nervous about the backdoor cover because that Vegas offense is good enough and that, that New England defense does not seem too great right now. So be on alert for that, but New England's going to win. And when, you're taking, when you know a team's definitely going to win or feel like they are, you got to take them if the spread's less than a touchdown. Yeah, and plus, what I was thinking was Belichick's like known for um, taking away your best weapon from you. I, I think he finds a way to stop Waller, and then we'll see if, if Gruden can adjust. I, you think I he stops like Waller or Jacobs, I guess? What do you hone in? I think you got to hone in on Jacobs and then put Gilmore on Waller. They have, like, their receivers are so bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Raiders. Like they got Aguilar, Renfro, uh, Tyra Williams is is out. Obviously, Rugs. Yeah, you're right. They probably focus on Jacobs and then they figure out the rest. You have to. I think you have to. But I, I think Belichick will figure it out. And you're right. Short week, and you're flying cross country after just the pure elation from that first win in Allegiant Stadium. I think it's a bit of a letdown. Agreed. All right, on to the final game. Sorry about the Raiders and Pats fans. Didn't mean to skip you there. Yep. On to the last game here. Uh, the Monday night game, we're in Baltimore with the Ravens hosting the Chiefs. Great game. The best game of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baltimore is minus three and a half. The over-under is 54 and a half. Baltimore has won 11 regular season games in a row. The Chiefs have won nine or eight, eight or nine regular season games in a row. I think it's like the first time since 1970 that that's happened. Mm-hmm. I, I like Baltimore a lot. Really? I do. Wow. I, I don't like the three and a half. I was going to say, three, anything I more think. than a field goal, you got to take Kansas City. I, yeah. I, I'm hoping it gets down to Three, I'll probably take Baltimore I was like, at three. I, I thought this was going to be quick and easy. I was like, yep, anything more than a field goal, we're going to take the defending Super Bowl champs and the best quarterback in the league. And you just go, I like Baltimore. You like that? 
<laughs> I was taking my AirPods out. I was like, yeah, man, good pod. And you know, I'm laying three and a half with Baltimore. I mean, it's, it's, I will say this, and as a, it, with a total of like 54 in these offenses, the three and a half isn't as scary as a normal game because you got to think it's going to be a ton of touchdowns. You know what I mean? They're Dude, not I like trade. the under. Call me okay. crazy. I think a lot of run the ball. Yeah, I think a lot of run the ball. I think Baltimore just runs the ball. I, I don't know if the Chiefs can necessarily stop them running the ball. I think they take a lot of clock score. And then Chiefs didn't look good against Chargers. I know they still wind up winning. And, and Patty Mahomes can score at any point in time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it. I think Baltimore really tries to chew a lot of clock. And then hopefully they just kind of contain – Kansas City and, and make them take up some some time on drives when they do score because it's inevitable that they're going to score. What's what is, what's the percentage on the over in this game? It's got to be huge. Yeah, eighty six percent on the over. Yeah, we're um, there is no way the books lose two weeks in a row. Uh, it opened at fifty two. I took a little bit at fifty two. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you um, son of a bitch. I mean, dude, that that's a game where you got to have a real stick up your butt if you're going to watch that game and hope for that no one scoring. Um, yeah. but I understand what you're saying. You're probably you're not wrong by any means. Um, Listen, we'll just now. We'll just monitor it. We don't have to. This yeah, Monday yeah, night. We'll know, just monitor it. Um, yeah. I don't. I I really really like teasing Kansas City past ten. Yes, um, it's fun. Yeah. So it, it you know, you, you do something like that, and so I guess more of the story is I, I'm leaning KC. Uh, get anything more than a field goal, I'm going to have to take them. But at the same time, you liking Baltimore, I know my reaction at first was a little bit like, what the hell? But, you know, with, with these offenses in a total of 54, it's they're going to be exchanging touchdowns. It's not going to be field goal. So, you know, they could be tied with the three minutes to go and a team scores a touchdown to win by seven. You know what I mean? It's as yeah. easy as that. Um, so it's not that crazy. But I just think, God, it's so hard to not take Kansas City here, in my opinion. But maybe that's that's what they want me to think. That's so. what Vegas wants you to think. Five and eight ass looking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you deserve hey you deserve you have bragging rights right now. This is gonna be the one week I would finish above you, so I just gotta really milk it. <laughs> it was funny. I, and like you said last pod, I I had a really good week one and of course we didn't fucking record. So that means I'm just gonna go downhill the next few weeks. Yeah, no, this no one knows you had a good week one. <laughs> I, think, I think I went two and ten. We'll cut this part. All right, that is our <laughs> that's our show for week two. Oh, we gotta give it a teaser real one quick. Teaser. All right, one yeah. teaser. Do you have one, or you want me to go first? Um, give me. I'm gonna do a. Uh, what are the teaser? Is there a seven point teaser option or no? Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah, Isn't it we'll two do, team seven. Two team seven. Give me two team seven with Kansas City ten and a half, and then give me um, New England which whatever that is plus to win pretty much. Okay. Let me give you my lock of the century four team okay. teaser for 13 points. I'm going to look at it right now and just pick one. I like new England. So that'll be plus eight and a half, something like that. I like that for new England. I like Pittsburgh plus was it? plus nine. Just talking myself into these right now. I like Pittsburgh plus. Oh, it's thirteen. You said yeah, thirteen points, baby. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
I like, I don't even know anymore. I really want to tease Indianapolis. I might tease Indianapolis at plus two. Okay. And then let's tease Philly. That'll be it. All right. Well, we'll tweet everything out, the official numbers. And I think we have to also give out a money line play. Last week, we went 0-2. I took the Giants money line. I think you took Minnesota. I took Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> money, line do- money line dog this week. I'm going to take – give me – do you have one? Because I'm looking – I mean, Kansas City a little bit. Uh, or Green Bay. Ah, they're dogs. I mean, hey, if you want rip it, rip it. You know what, dude? I'm gonna take the Rams. We didn't even talk about that game, did we? Oh, we missed that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here staring at me. That's a great game. Um, oh, you're right, because we were talking about Buffalo and Miami. We didn't talk about the Rams. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Um, Sorry, Buffalo. We, I, have, I, have a, I have a quick thought on that. I just okay. think that uh, Rams beating America's team in Philly. Uh, a ton of praise. Buffalo has been rolling teams, uh, dominating Jets and Dolphins. Both not good, but um, might be a chance. To, anything less than three might have a little value with Buffalo here, who uh, they're looking to um, get after uh, Jared Goff. And we know when Goff has pressure, he goes back into uh, a turtle turtle shell. So um, <laughs> might be a little value there. I'm leaning Buffalo, but I haven't taken him yet. Uh, that's great. Sorry. Sorry, Buffalo and LA again. Jeez, dyslexic. <laughs> It's not that I hate you. Too much. I just really it. wanted to talk they about the Jets. They couldn't take the Rams. Yeah, I was like, wow, they're playing Buffalo. Yeah, great. So you're taking Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna take Rams. I'll take, um, you know what? Give me Giants again this week. I'm doubling Ooh, up. Oh, I like that. I like that. Give me Giants again. I and hopefully uh, Mullins plays. Yep. All right. That is gonna do it for us for this week to recap. Follow us on Twitter. You can find our podcast on Spotify and Apple. It is Honey, I Covered the Spread. We will be tweeting at our picks, so please be on the lookout for that. Thanks for listening.